Jeremiah chapter 47, Judgment on the Philistine Cities. This was the Lord's message to the prophet Jeremiah about the Philistines before Pharaoh attacked Gaza. Look, enemies are gathering in the north like water rising in a river. They will be like an overflowing stream. They will overwhelm the whole country and everything in it like a flood. They will overwhelm the cities and their inhabitants. People will cry out in alarm. Everyone living in the country will cry out in pain. Fathers will hear the hoofbeats of the enemy's horses, the clatter of their chariots and the rumbling of their wheels. They will not turn back to save their children because they will be paralysed with fear. For the time has come to destroy all Philistines. The time has come to destroy all the help that remains for Tyre and Sidon. For I, the Lord, will destroy the Philistines, that remnant that came from the island of Crete. The people of Gaza will shave their heads in mourning. The people of Ashkelon will be struck dumb. How long will you gash yourselves to show your sorrow, you who remain of Philistia's power? How long will you cry out, O sword of the Lord? How long will it be before you stop killing? Go back into your sheath, stay there and rest. But how can it rest when I, the Lord, have given its orders? I have ordered it to attack the people of Ashkelon and the sea coast. Jeremiah chapter 48, Judgment against Moab. The Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, spoke about Moab. Sure to be judged is Nebo. Indeed, it will need to be destroyed. Kiriathiam will suffer disgrace, it will be captured. Its fortress will suffer disgrace, it will be torn down. People will not praise Moab any more. The enemy will capture Heshbon and will plot how to destroy Moab, saying, Come, let's put an end to that nation. City of Madmen, you will also be destroyed. A destructive army will march against you. Cries of anguish will arise in Haroniam. Oh, the ruin and great destruction! Moab will be crushed. Her children will cry out in distress. Indeed, they will climb the slopes of Luhith weeping continually as they go. For on the road down to Haranaim, they will hear the cries of distress over the destruction. They will hear, run, save yourselves, even if you must be like a lonely shrub in the wilderness. Moab will trust in the things you do and in your riches, so you too will be conquered. You too, Chemosh, will go into exile, along with his priests and officials. The destroyer will come against every town. Not one town will escape. The towns in the valley will be destroyed. The cities on the high plain will be laid waste. I, the Lord, have spoken. Set up a gravestone for Moab, for it will certainly be laid in ruins. Its cities will be laid waste and become uninhabited. A curse on anyone who is lax in doing the Lord's work. A curse on anyone who keeps from carrying out his destruction. From its earliest days, Moab has lived undisturbed. It, were, it has never been taken into exile. Its people are like wine, allowed to settle undisturbed on its dregs, never poured out from one jar to another. They are like wine that tastes like it always did, whose aroma has remained unchanged. But the time is coming when I will send men against Moab, who will empty it out. They will empty the towns of their people, then they will lay those towns in ruins. I, the Lord, affirm it. The people of Moab will be disappointed by their god Chemosh. They will be disappointed as the people of Israel were when they put their trust in the calf god of Bethel. How can you men of Moab say we are heroes, men who are mighty in battle? 
Moab will be destroyed, its towns will be invaded, its finest young men will be slaughtered. I, the king, the lord of heaven's armies, affirm it. Moab's destruction is at hand. Disaster will come on it quickly. Mourn for that nation, all the nations living around it, all the nations that know of its fame. Mourn and say, alas, its powerful influence has been broken. Its glory and power have been done away with. Come down from your place of honour. Sit on the dry ground, you who live in Dibon. For the one who will destroy Moab will attack you. He will destroy your fortifications. You who live in Aurora, stand by the road and watch. Question the man who is fleeing and the woman who is escaping. Ask them, what has happened? They will answer, Moab is disgraced, for it has fallen. Wail and cry out in mourning. Announce along the river Arnon that Moab has been destroyed. Judgment will come on the cities on the high plain, on Halon, Jazar, Mephath, on Dibon, Nebo, Beth Diblariam, on Kiriatham, Beth Gamul and Beth Meon, on Kiriath and Buzrah. It will come on all the towns of Moab, both far and near. Moab's might will be crushed, its power will be broken. I, the Lord, affirm it. Moab has vaunted itself against me. So make him drunk with the wine of my wrath until he splashes around in his own vomit, until others treat him as a laughing stock. For did not you people of Moab laugh at the people of Israel? Did you think that they were nothing but thieves, that you shook your head in contempt every time you talked about them? Leave your towns, you inhabitants of Moab, go and live in the cliffs. Be like a dove that makes a nest high on the side of the ravine. I have heard how proud the people of Moab are. I know how haughty they are. I have heard how arrogant, proud and haughty they are. What a high opinion they have of themselves. I, the Lord, affirm that I know how arrogant they are. But their pride is ill-founded. Their boastings will prove to be false. So I will weep with sorrow for Moab. I will cry out in sadness for all Moab. I will moan for the people of Kir Herez. I will weep for the grapevines of Sibmar, just like the town of Jazir weeps over them. Their branches once spread as far as the Dead Sea. They reached as far as the town of Jazir. The danger will ravage her fig, date and grape crops. Joy and gladness will disappear from the fruitful land of Moab. I will stop the flow of wine from the wine presses. No one will stomp on the grapes there and shout for joy. The shouts will be shouts of soldiers, not the shouts of those making wine. Cries of anguish raised from Heshbon and Elia will sound as far as Jahaz. They will be sounded from Zoar as far as Horoniam and Eglath Shelishiah. For even the waters of Nimrin will be dried up. I will put an end in Moab to those who make offerings at her places of worship. I will put an end to those who sacrifice to other gods. I, the Lord, affirm it. So my heart moans for Moab like a flute playing a funeral song. Yes, like a flute playing a funeral song. My heart moans for the people of Kir Herez, for the wealth they have gained will perish. For all of them will shave their heads in mourning. They will all cut off their beards to show their sorrow. They will all make gashes in their hands. They will all put on sackcloth. On all the housetops in Moab and in all the public spaces, there will be nothing but mourning. For I will break Moab like an unwanted jar. I, the Lord, affirm it. 
Oh, how shattered Moab will be. Oh, how her people will wail. Oh, how she will turn away in shame. Moab will become an object of ridicule, a terrifying sight to all the nations that surround her. For the Lord says, look, like an eagle with outspread wings, a nation will swoop down on Moab. Her towns will be captured, her fortresses will be taken. At that time, the soldiers of Moab will be frightened like a woman in labour. Moab will be destroyed and no longer be a nation, because she has vaunted herself against the Lord. Terror, pits and traps are in store for the people who live in Moab. I, the Lord, affirm it. Anyone who flees at the sound of terror will fall into a pit. Anyone who climbs out of the pit will be caught in a trap. For the time is coming when I will punish the people of Moab. I, the Lord, affirm it. In the shadows of the walls of Heshbon, those trying to escape will stand hopeless. For a fire will burst forth from Heshbon. Flames will shoot out from the former territory of Sihon. They will burn the foreheads of the people of Moab, the skulls of those war-loving people. Moab, you are doomed. You people who worship Chemosh will be destroyed. Your sons will be taken away captive. Your daughters will be carried away into exile. Yet in future days I will reverse Moab's ill fortune, says the Lord. The judgment against Moab ends here. Jeremiah chapter 49, Judgments against Ammon. The Lord spoke about the Ammonites. Do you think that there are not any people of the nation of Israel remaining? Do you think that there are not any of them remaining to re-inherit their land? Is that why you people who worship the god Milcom have taken possession of the territory of Gad and live in his cities? Because you did that, I, the Lord, affirm that a time is coming when I will make Rabbah, the capital city of Ammon, hear the sound of the battle cry. It will become a mound covered with ruins. Its villages will be burned to the ground. Then Israel will take back its land. From those who took their land from them, I, the Lord, affirm it. Wail, you people of Heshbon, because I in Ammon is destroyed. Cry out in anguish, you people in the villages surrounding Rabbah. Put on sackcloth and cry out in mourning. Run about covered with gashes, for your god Milcom will go into exile along with his priests and officials. Why do you brag about the great power? Your power is ebbing away, you rebellious people of Ammon, who trust in the riches and say, Who would dare attack us? I will bring terror on you from every side, says the Lord God of heaven's armies. You will be scattered in every direction. No one will gather the fugitives back together. Yet in days to come I will reverse Ammon's ill fortune, says the Lord. Judgment against Edom I, the Lord of heaven's armies, spoke about Edom. Is wisdom no longer to be found in Teman? Can Edom's counsellors not give her any good advice? Has all their wisdom turned bad? Turn and flee. Take up refuge in remote places, you people who live in Dedan. For I will bring disaster on the descendants of Esau. I have decided it is time for me to punish them. If grape pickers came back to pick your grapes, would they not leave a few grapes behind? If robbers came at night, would they not pillage only what they needed? But I will strip everything away from Esau's descendants. I will uncover their hiding places so they cannot hide. Their children, relatives and neighbours will all be destroyed. Not one of them will be left. Leave your orphans behind and I will keep you alive. Your widows too can depend on me. 
For the Lord says, even those who did not deserve to drink from the cup of my wrath must drink from it. Do you think you will go unpunished? You will not go unpunished, but most certainly drink from the cup of my wrath. For I solemnly swear, says the Lord, that Borzah will become a pile of ruins. It will become an object of horror and ridicule, an example to be used in curses. All the towns around it will lie in ruins for ever. I said, I have heard a message from the Lord. A messenger has been sent among the nations to say, Gather your armies and march out against her. Prepare to do battle with her. The Lord says to Edom, I will certainly make you small among nations. I will make you despised by all humankind. The terror you inspire in others and the arrogance of your heart have deceived you. You will make your home in clefts of rock. You may occupy the highest places on the hills. But even if you made your home where the eagles nest, I would bring you down from there, says the Lord. Eden will become an object of horror. All who pass by it will be filled with horror. They will hiss out their scorn because of all the disasters that have happened to it. Eden will be destroyed like Sodom and Gomorrah and the towns that are around them. No one will live there. No human being will settle in it, says the Lord. A lion coming up from the thick undergrowth along the Jordan scatters the sheep in the pasture land around it. So too I will chase the Edomites off their land. Then I will appoint over it whomever I choose, for there is no one like me and there is no one who can call me to account. There is no ruler who can stand up against me. So listen to what I, the Lord, have planned against Edom, what I intend to do to the people who live in Teman. Their little ones will be dragged off. I will completely destroy their land because of what they have done. The people of the earth will quake when they hear of my downfall. Their cries of anguish will be heard all the way to the Gulf of Aqaba. Look, like an eagle with outspread wings, a nation will soar up and swoop down on Bosra. At that time, the soldiers of Edom will be as fearful as women in labour. Judgment against Damascus. The Lord spoke about Damascus. The people of Hamath and Arpad will be dismayed because they may have heard bad news. Their courage will melt away because of worry. Their hearts will not be able to rest. The people of Damascus will lose heart and turn to flee. Panic will grip them. Pain and anguish will seize them like a woman in labour. How deserted will that once famous city be, that city that was once filled with joy. For her young men will fall in her city squares. All her soldiers will be destroyed at that time, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. I will set fire to the walls of Damascus. It will burn up the palaces of Ben-Hadad. Judgment against Kedar and Hazor. The Lord spoke about Kedar and the kingdoms of Hazor that King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon conquered. Army of Babylon, go and attack Kedar. Lay waste those who live in the eastern desert. Their tents and their flocks will be taken away. Their tent curtains, equipment and camels will be carried off. People will shout to them, terror is all around you. The Lord says, flee quickly, you who live in Hazor. Take up refuge in remote places, for King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon has laid out plans to attack you. He has formed his strategy on how to defeat you. The Lord says, army of Babylon, go and attack a nation that lives in peace and security. They have no gates or walls to protect them. They live all alone. Their camels will be taken as plunder. Their vast herds will be taken as spoil. I will scatter to the four winds those desert peoples who cut their hair short at the temples. I will bring disaster against them from every direction, says the Lord. 
Hazel will become a permanent wasteland, a place where only jackals live. No one will live there. No human being will settle in it. Judgment against Elam This was the Lord's message to the prophet Jeremiah about Elam, which came early in the reign of King Zedekiah of Judah. The Lord of Heaven's armies said, I will kill all the archers of Elam, who are the chief source of her military might. I will cause enemies to blow through Elam from every direction, like the winds blowing in from the four quarters of heaven. I will scatter the people of Elam to the four winds. There will not be any nation where the refugees of Elam will not go. I will make the people of Elam terrified of their enemies who are seeking to kill them. I will vent my fierce anger and bring disaster upon them, says the Lord. I will send armies chasing after them until I have completely destroyed them. I will establish my sovereignty over Elam. I will destroy their king and their leaders, says the Lord. Yet in future days I will reverse Elam's ill fortune, says the Lord. Psalm 80 for the music director according to the Shushan, Eduth style, a psalm of Asaph. O shepherd of Israel, pay attention, you who lead Joseph like a flock of sheep. You who sit enthroned above the cherubim, reveal your splendour. In the sight of Ephraim, Benjamin and Manasseh, reveal your power. Come and deliver us. O God, restore us, smile on us, then we will be delivered. O Lord God of heaven's armies, how long will you remain angry at your people? How long will you remain angry at your people while they pray to you? You have given them tears as food. You have made them drink tears by measure. You have made our neighbours dislike us and our enemies insult us. O God of heaven's armies, restore us. Smile on us. Then we will be delivered. You uprooted a vine from Egypt. You drove out nations and transplanted it. You cleared the ground for it. It took root and filled the land. The mountains were covered by its shadows, the highest cedars by its branches. Its branches reached the Mediterranean Sea, and it shoots the Euphrates River. Why did you break down its walls so that all who pass by pluck its fruit? The wild boars of the forest ruin it, the insects of the field feed on it. O God of heaven's armies, come back. Look down from heaven and take notice, take care of this vine. The root your right hand planted, the shoot you made grow, it is burned and cut down. May those who did this die because you are displeased with them. May you give support to the one you have chosen, to the one whom you raised up yourself. Then we will not turn away from you. Revive us and we will pray to you. O Lord God of heaven's armies, restore us, smile on us, then we will be delivered. 2 Peter chapter 2 The False Teacher's Ungodly Lifestyle But false prophets arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. These false teachers will infiltrate your midst with destructive heresies, even to the point of denying the master who brought them. As a result, they will bring swift destruction on themselves. And many will follow their debauched lifestyles. Because of these false teachers, the way of truth will be slandered. And in their greed they will exploit you with deceptive words. Their condemnation pronounced long ago is not sitting idly by. Their destruction is not asleep. For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but threw them into hell and locked them up in chains in utter darkness to be kept until the judgment, 
And if he did not spare the ancient world, but did protect Noah, a herald of righteousness, along with seven others, when God brought a flood on an ungodly world, and if he turned to ashes the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, when he condemned them to destruction, having appointed them to serve as an example to future generations of the ungodly, and if he rescued Lot, a righteous man in anguish, over the debauched lifestyle of lawless men, for while he lived among them day after day, that righteous man was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard. If so, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from their trials and to reserve the unrighteous for punishment as the day of judgment, especially those who indulge their fleshy desires and who despise authority. Brazen and insolent, they are not afraid to insult the glorious ones, yet even angels, who are much more powerful, do not bring a slanderous judgment against them in the presence of the Lord. But these men, like irrational animals, creatures of instinct, born to be caught and destroyed, do not understand whom they are insulting, and consequently, in their destruction, they will be destroyed, suffering harm as the wages for their harmful ways. By considering it a pleasure to carouse in broad daylight, they are stains and blemishes, indulging in their deceitful pleasures when they feast together with you. Their eyes, full of adultery, never stop sinning. They entice unstable people. They have trained their hearts for greed, those cursed children. By forsaking the right path they have gone astray, because they followed the way of Balaam, son of Bozor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness, yet was rebuked for his transgression. A dumb donkey, speaking with a human voice, restrained the prophet's madness. These men are waterless springs and mists driven by a storm, for whom the utter depths of darkness have been reserved. For by speaking high-sounding but empty words, they are able to entice, with fleshy desires and with debauchery, people who have just escaped from those who reside in error. Although these false teachers promise such people freedom, they themselves are enslaved to immorality. For whatever a person succumbs to, to that he is enslaved. For if after they have escaped the filthy things of the world, through the rich knowledge of the Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ, they again get entangled in them and succumb to them, their last state has become worse for them than their first. For it would have been better for them never to have known the way of righteousness than, having known it, to turn back from the holy commandment that had been delivered to them. They are illustrations of this true proverb, a dog returns to its own vomit, and a sow, after washing herself, wallows in the mire.